Okay, so we are now live. Welcome everybody to Black Talk Radio. It's your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana. I got Hajad in the building with me tonight. What's up, what's up, what's up? Shout out to everybody on the East Coast. I know it's a little bit later over there. My listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. And then shout out to everybody on the West Coast for vibing and rocking with me. So first things first, you know, we're going to get into our media topics. And then I'm going to do this interview. You know, we're going to learn about Kajab, where he's from, you know, how he started his music career. But I cannot do the show without mentioning Pop Smoke. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. For those of you who don't know. He was, you know, staying in LA in the Hollywood Hills. He actually rented out an Airbnb and the owners were one of them was from but like the Beverly Hills Housewives show. And, you know, reports were saying that he had a party. And after that, two men fired on um, multiple shots as well as, you know, robbed him. So rest mm. in peace to Pop Smoke. Brooklyn was good. I just feel like, whoa. Like when I saw that this morning, y'all, I was just like, what? That messed me up. I just feel like, okay, you robbed me, but then you had to kill me too. Agree to do that to you. There's people out there that ain't got nothing to lose. And I think walking around with that kind of capacity, we, I just for every entertainer out there, like, they really should take care of themselves. Yeah, I agree. I mean, some people are like, oh, like he should have had bodyguards and stuff, but who's low key thinking about that? I mean, Rest in peace to Nipsey. Yeah, I just feel like I feel like my issue with being like so famous and having so much money is that like people will be envious of you and I just don't want that that fame yeah. or that constant need to have like security. Right. Like it's- I like yes, I love what I do and like oftentimes, you know, when you're in the entertainment industry it does come with fame and you know stuff like that but i feel like at the end of the day i still want to be a regular person it's just so happened that what i do and my craft i i it's like i don't have a choice you know right, right. it like comes with the territory with that i don't know man i just no it's, it's hard but it's just your life your lifestyle change once you get to a certain level you just can't move around the way you used to move around you know before because now you have a lot more to lose and you're now in a, a public image. So Exactly. You know, there's, there's people that love you, there's people that that don't love you. That's just how that's just how it goes. I agree. If y'all wanna, you know, call in and let us know how you feeling about pop smoke, um, just you know, send your condolences. We would love that. Thank y'all for tuning in on Podbean Live. I know this is different than my normal site, so y'all gotta bear with me. But I kind of like this little setup because you could, like, see who's tuned in. You could have, like, callers and stuff. It's kind of cute. I mean, it's lit. So another topic that was popular this week is the fact that YG and Kalani are broken up. Um, Kalani took to Twitter on Monday, and she released her song uh, called Valentine's Day, in parentheses, Shameful. And it basically talks about YG and how he's a liar and how he's really not who he says he is and basically how hurt she is. Now, would you, since you're a music artist, would you ever, like, make a song about, you know, 
a breakup song or something. I don't know. I think I think every artist that's the best way they express themselves through music. Right. And a lot of great songs came out of some some breakups or some really bad some, some really bad ones. But mm-hmm. I think certain details don't need to be going on there. Right. Right. Exactly. All you doing is stirring up stirring up more uh, more problems and more more opinions. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I feel like. Like, yeah, you can express how you feel, but I don't know. I feel like relationships, period, should just be, like, private. But I, I feel like in the day and age, like, people don't do that anyway. Nah, Drake made a whole career out of it. Out of his relationship? He, all the breakups. I mean, about- yeah. He did. But I feel like at least he not, at least we don't know who he's talking about. Right. Like, in this Kalani situation, we know... What she's talking about? Man. I don't know. I hope, I hope they they work it out. Me too, because foo chow. And other news, um, Young Thug spoke out about Zaya Wade, basically saying, "All I want to say to Dwayne's son is that God doesn't make mistakes." But hey, live your true self. I just feel like, why do y'all feel the need to give y'all opinion on other people's kids? No. Like, I don't, like, okay, if you have your viewpoint on, like, trans people, okay, whatever, that's fine. Like, everybody gonna have their different opinions. We understand that in 2020, cool. But my whole situation, my opinion is that, why are you, like, everyone since Dwayne Wade has spoken out about it, they feel the need to, like, say what they think. And I don't yeah. think he really cares. Nah, even, I, I get, the way I see it, I think Dwayne Wade, went out publicly with information on this 12 year old so you asking for that too mm-hmm. you know i felt like that could have been handled privately or you know kind of talked about so once he went out publicly that's just how it go people are going to publicly have an opinion right i i mean yeah i understand that but i also feel like he kind of did it because he wanted to bring awareness mm. and i feel like he also just wanted because i feel like it was it showed like his support for Zaya, you know, to be like, okay, I respect who you are. And yeah. on top of just me respecting you inside the household, I'm going to respect you, like, outside of the household, too, since we are, like, public figures. But, Young Thug, you also wear dresses. I just feel like, what, like, what do you, like, what do you really have to... I don't think he's a spokesperson for that. But my question is, we don't hear from the mom. Oh, her, yeah, yeah. I mean, Gabrielle has spoken out, but... Yeah, that's not the mom. I feel like because maybe the mom... That's a big deal. But I also feel like the mom's not in the limelight, so she probably just, like, supports her child, and, like, that's it. But, like, why would she really feel the need to speak out if she's not famous? Like, messed up as that sounds. I mean, no, but, like... She don't got to be famous to have an opinion, but it's just like, you know, she doesn't have to be famous to have an opinion, but it's basically like, why am I speaking out if I'm not, you know, as popular as them? I don't know. I just feel like, hey, do you live your life? Live your life. Do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Yeah, it's it's not, um, I personally, I don't think it's a big deal. And I also feel like it's 2020, like... No, yeah, like... It's it's not... 
it's made a big deal because it's coming from a celebrity. Ex- mm, you think so? Well, because now everybody feels they need to have an opinion. I mean, like publicly. Yeah, that's true. I feel like with celebrity stuff, people always feel the need to have an opinion, chime in, and it's just like yeah. Then you get other celebrities that chime in. Down, you get their followers, and it just becomes bigger than what it is. Shout out to everybody on my Instagram Live on Podbean. Y'all lit. Thank y'all for tuning in. But yeah, honestly, I feel like we should just let people raise their kids how they want to raise their kids. But speaking of kids, um, stylist and costume designer Shiona Turney collaborated with Barbie for their 40th you know anniversary of the black barbie and she has basically incorporated like her fashion sense into it so there's like a bunch of different barbies being created um that include like ones with afros barbies in wheelchairs and they're all black um one of them has like box braids so i think that's dope to be honest when i was growing up i didn't even play with barbies i played with brats but no but i know why i played with brats i played with brats because like they were more like inclusive Mm. Because each Bratz, there was like five of them. And like, they all had, um, they were all different races. Right. So they had a black one, like Hispanic one, white one, like Asian. So I feel like that's why. But I wasn't really into Barbies. I would like get Bratz dolls and then like get the Barbie accessories. But, you know, that's about it. I don't know, but I'm happy. I feel like this generation of kids, they're going to have, like, better toys, but they're low-key not even playing with toys, so I don't know. Nah, they on YouTube. They watch, they watch other kids play with toys. Yeah, they watch other kids play on YouTube. That's so weird to me. Yeah. But honestly, I get it, because if you think about it, that's, like, kind of... Well, do you watch, like, YouTube videos? Yeah, I watch YouTube videos. Like, what kind, though? A lot of different kind of YouTube videos. Like, you know how girls will watch, like, makeup tutorials and stuff? Right. Or cooking. I, I watch a lot of like. Yeah, like, like it's kind of like that. If that makes sense. For them. Yeah, like that's their thing. What's that game they all? Roblox. What is it? Oh, what's I don't know. This is one game that they all play. But they they sit there and they watch other kids play. And then there's like a tournament. Really. Kids be on ESPN really making like careers out of it. Um, one of the professors that I know told me that her son won about like two thousand dollars from some game. But I yeah, like, I don't like that. You don't like that? Nah, I think kids need to be outside more. I mean, yeah, they need to be outside. But to be honest, I'm from Jersey. Like, it be cold. Like, around this time, we not outside. Right. It's like that in Philly. Exactly. So, I don't know. But that wraps up all our topics for today. Shout out to Pop Smoke. I'm, okay, I'm really just never going to get over this. Because I really, really love him. I just feel like it was so sudden. Yeah, it hit me. It hit me hard. When you found out? Okay, so I woke up at 7. And, like, when I woke up, I got on Instagram. And the first thing that I saw was Pop Smoke. I saw that Nicki Minaj had posted a picture of him. Mm -hmm. And I read her caption. And I'm like, "Mm, what y'all talking about? Like, what do you mean Pop Smoke is dead? What? Okay, because y'all are lying. Then I scrolled that. No, then I go to Twitter. Because, to be honest, like, Instagram, all right. But Twitter, if somebody dies, it's going to be all over so then I seen it all over Twitter. And then I saw TMZ. I'm like, oh boy. Like, it's really for real. Okay. But I was really sad. Like, everybody that knows me knows, like, when I hear a Pop Smoke song in the club, like, it's Go over. Off. Like, he's really lit to me. 
And he was so young. I don't know. That's years old. Yeah. He just he just was getting started. And the crazy part about it is I work at Power 106 and he was supposed to come in today for a mm, meeting. That's crazy. And like as soon as I got in the building, I was like, y'all, like Pop Smoke is like they said he's killed. And then one of the DJs was like, Yeah, he was supposed to come in here for a meeting this morning. Wow. I'm just like, yo, that we gotta do better, man. I just feel like and people are saying, like, you can make it out the hood, but, like, is that even enough anymore? No. No. And then it's just this this sense of greed and entitlement. That's also another thing. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like we all have the same 24. We all have the same 24. And another thing is, you don't know what kind of hell somebody had to go through to finally start coming up. Right. And you start feeling some type of way out of nowhere. You know, I don't think that's fair to the person exactly. you work out for, so... I don't know. It's just crazy. Um, being a celebrity, like, that's probably scary. That's stressful. Honestly, because... Now, let's get into this interview with you. Yes, so we could tell the people about who you are, what you do. So first thing is first, where are you from and what made you start getting into music? I'm originally from the Congo. I came to Philly. In like '94. Okay. Yeah. To like the blizzard, winter time. So. How old were you seven. when you came? Oh. Came at seven years old. Yeah. Me, my mom, my brothers, and my dad. Mhm. Yeah. So um, and, and in Philly, that's where I picked up hip hop. Okay. But I made it fun for me because that's how I learned English. Mm. Yeah, because I, I came here speaking three languages. I wasn't trying to. What languages did you speak when you came here? We got our tribal language called Lingala. I was okay. speaking Swahili. I was speaking French. Oh, wow. Then I had to learn English. So I lost the other th- two, and I still speak Lingala at home with my mom. And me. Okay. That's, that's dope. Like, to know three languages, though, I feel like everybody in America is so, like, entitled because, like, nobody even tries to learn, like, other languages. Right, right. And English is, is such a major language, so it's like, if you don't speak English, you're stupid. Yeah, exactly, right? And this it's is big. like, uh, actually... Mm. No, the world is big. So you came, you came to Philly, yeah. and then you, you, you started getting into hip-hop into because hip-hop. you mm-hmm. used it to learn how to, the, like, speak, speak English. English. Yeah, so I learned, like, the hip-hop slang first before I got into, like, proper English and mm-hmm. school and all that. But, and it, you know, you had, like, Black Thought from the Roots. Right. You had uh, Q-Tip, like, A Tribe Called Quest, Nas. Those were the people I was, I was listening to coming up. Okay. Recording them on the, on the, on the tape player, writing down the lyrics, <laughs> running home, trying to memorize them and all that. But uh, it picked up there, and then, you know, started battle rapping. Okay. In high school. Yeah, because I was still shy about it, but then one day I went in there. I said, you know what, we're going to do this right in the lunchroom. I took my first battle, my first loss. <laughs> it was crazy. But um, after that, it just became a habit. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it then. And, you know, I got to a place where I was like, no, I want to actually do this as a profession. Okay. Now, when you say you, um, you know, you decided you wanted to actually do it, as a profession, how did you go about that? Um, the transition. Right. It was uh, yeah. I dropped out when I dropped out of college. Okay. When I decided, nah, this. When I knew the system and I knew what was going on mm-hmm. for what I wanted to do, it wasn't working for me. I feel like you know that's okay, and I feel like a lot of people, they like make college to be like this thing that it's nah. really not. If you're I be always a, if say you're this. Be a lawyer, doctor, like right. people bodies and all that. Go ahead, you got your right. all the info you need. Go, get them degrees. 
every last one of them, right? But like, I feel like they should teach kids entrepreneurism. Mm-hmm. They should teach them other things, how to like agriculture, all of this stuff that can turn into a business. You start feeding yourself, you start then you anything else you want to learn. You got the time to do it. You got money to relax to do it because you don't know. Right. And I felt like you know college is set up as a as a debt ceiling for most people because you pay for school. By the time you done school. You got to work mad hard to pay them loans off and everything. Yeah, it's a real thing. And I feel like, here's my thing. I feel like a lot of people, especially like their senior high school, they feel like they have to go to college because they don't know what they want to do. And I feel like you're literally wasting your time and money. Yeah, no, they pressure you. If I would go back, I would, right out of high school, I wouldn't go straight into it. Mm -hmm. I would have took a year to just work and figure out exactly what I wanted to do. Right. And I felt like that would sped up the process. Nah, I feel that because I feel like it's better to just don't. It's okay to not know mm-hmm. what you want to do, and I feel like a lot of people don't think that's okay. Yeah, and it changes over the years. Exactly. Like you grow up and you start learning new things and want to, you know, you get interested in new things. Some people introduce you to new things. I think that worked that way. It's crazy because you get done paying your school loans, your kids ready to go to college now, and it's just like yeah, it becomes a cycle. Nah, for real. So, um, do you have any upcoming projects? What are some of your goals for twenty twenty? Oh yeah, we gotta heat up the summer. And the mm. spring. I can't I can't say any titles, names, right. dates, none of that. Right, right, right. The spring kicking it off, summer is going on. Um, so I'll I'll be in the I'll be in the south for a little bit, so it's gonna be moving. Okay, yeah, that oh in the south. Hmm. Yeah. That's lit. Um I feel like the South is such a, a eerie place. Which part of the South are you talking about? Like, when I think the South, I'll be thinking, like, Mississippi. <laughs> Places like that. But Atlanta's cool. No, Atlanta's dope. Atlanta's the, like, the metropolitan of the South. Like, the New York of the South. So, you're from Philly, but now you live in L.A. Yeah. So, tell us about that. Uh... I, I like the transition. I felt like LA, LA fit the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You put me around sand, palm trees. I feel like I'm back <laughs> in Africa. But uh, um, and shout out to all the good, good peoples out here that I met. Okay. You know, um, outside of that traffic, that's something else. And I don't, I don't know. Atlanta is probably worse. Yo, Atlanta traffic. I heard it's, it's depressing out there. Bro, you will really be sitting in your car watching Netflix because the traffic is so bad. But no, LA's been good to me, especially on the creative side of things. You know, mm-hmm. we got album out of it. You know, we got videos that came out of it. Shout out to everybody on the uh, creative team. Right. To help make everything happen. So I felt like we we, we created something here. So LA's always mm-hmm. a part of me. What about you? What about me? Yeah. Um, To be honest, I've been in LA a month. Yes, yeah, it's still fresh. I'm going to go like home? You need like six months. I'm going to go home? I feel like, here's my thing. I feel like LA, I've gotten so many dope opportunities for work, but I don't see myself living here. And it just, especially for like hip hop scene and like Mm. underground artists, which is what I'm really into, I feel like it's not all that. Like, I feel like East Coast is better. How was it in Jersey? In Jersey, like, it's so many underground artists, like so many, like so much. And it's so, I feel like rich. Mm. I feel like here it's kind of harder to find underground artists. We'll yeah. see how Let's it see goes. How it goes. It's been a month. 
And uh, I also feel like people's personalities here are just mediocre. That, but that is a yeah, that is a the topic to be discussed. I feel like yeah, people's personalities are mediocre. I think in the East Coast we're just more direct about mm-hmm. how we feel about you or about stuff period yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's something i've i've got to like acknowledge out here is like if, you, if i don't like you you're gonna know i don't like you yeah and yeah. i feel like people don't do that here and that's mad weird to me uh, yeah, yeah. like od right so how long have you been in la three years oh three years three years Someone says to me that you don't start liking L.A. until five years. Is that true? She's a native. But then people also say that the L.A. that you see in Hollywood and Burbank is not the real L.A. and that you have to go to South L.A. LA is a big part, so you gotta give all of it credit. Right. Like, if you're gonna go somewhere, you're gonna experience it new, and mm-hmm. you say this one place, then okay, you're in that one Yeah, spot. exactly. Like, that's your area of LA, okay? But Burbank, no, it's not LA, so you can't call it LA, it's Burbank. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't get it confused. Like, if you're gonna go to LA, you're gonna, like, be around, yes, you're gonna have South Central, but you're gonna also have West LA. You're gonna have right. LA. You're gonna have East LA. You're gonna have Downey. You're gonna have mm-hmm. that, you know? So it's like, I would say, there's more than one. LA is so LA. big. <laughs> it's very huge, yes. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not phased. We'll see. Not yet. No, I mean, it's, the funny part is I don't hate it. Like, the way I talk about it, you think I hate it, but I really don't hate it. Let me just disclaimer. I don't hate it. But I also don't love it. Like, I thought when I got here, I would be like, oh, my God. What was the, you know what was the most, like, the biggest disappointment was mm-hmm. Hollywood. <laughs> Really? I think that's everybody. When we go, when we see what Hollywood look like on TV in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And when you come out here and it's like, man, yo, it's mad. I've never seen so many homeless people in my life. Yeah. That's so on it's LA. not cool. And I don't know what, LA bringing too much money to like allow that to keep happening. Yeah, I mean, but I also feel like LA's nicer to their homeless people than compared to the East Coast. Because that tent stuff, <laughs> you cannot do that in New York. Yeah, there's too many people to walk in. There's no way. You can have a tent and all that. There's no, there's no space. Yeah, I don't know. That's just. Mm-mm. But you still get the good weather out here, so they don't have to deal with the, you know, the New York brisk. Yeah, I mean, the out. weather is very nice. I will, I will say that. But. Mm-mm. It's just a vibe that's not for me. It's not raw enough. Oh, okay, I see. But moving on, what has to be one of your favorite songs you have covered or created? Man, that's like asking me which one of my kids do I like. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know what? It's Black History Month. Black man, black man. That's, that's Okay. Yeah. That's okay. And why did you choose that one? Because it came to me. I think when we got in the studio to cut that record, we built everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. But it like it hit me where I had the feeling of every like I'm talking about from like Bob Marley, James Brown. Right. Like I just had this. I felt the spirit in the room that day, and we just cut it. Everything got done in that one day. It was like probably one of the fastest ones we did. But it it took a lot of work, like putting all the instruments together. So like shout out to D One, uh, shout out to my guy Vic on the violins on there. Like just everything on there was great. 
that's dope i feel like we as artists it's always good to like you know give back and like show you know embrace your blackness yeah i think it's important just it's you (laughs) it's you you gotta embrace you exactly period um so back to like philly when you compare it to you like you you do music in la but you've done music in philly yeah so like how has that been different for you like do you feel like la you have gained more opportunities do you feel like you were more creative in la versus philly like Mm. yeah i feel like i got my creativity built in philly uh more so on a live performance part of thing Mm -hmm. because that's how we was really making noise i wasn't like putting records up on soundcloud there was nothing for nobody to like look for it was just seen as live. Okay. So, like, taking the live band thing. And I felt like that gave me my performance, like, juice. Mm-hmm. But then to, like, get in the studio and videos and all that, I felt like I got more of that in L.A. Because you think about it. If I want the beach scenery, I got it. If I want mountains, I got it. Mm-hmm. If I want the city, I Yeah, got that it. Mama's Lemonade video. Yeah. 10 out of 10, it. recommend. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the team on that one. We did that at the, at the desert right there in Joshua Tree. Nah, that's dope. Do you think it was, like, a, a difficult transition to move from, like, solely doing, like, live stuff to then, like, having to yeah. record, make videos? And, like, how did you manage that? Yeah, it's it's backwards because most people would create the music, then practice it to perform. Mm-hmm. I was already performing and trying to create it, you know. Right. Um, but I think the people I just ended up meeting out here, they, they bring the best out of me. And right. And I like a good challenge when I'm in there and they're like, nah, man, like, try this or do that again. Mm-hmm. I like that because it it's like, a good push. Yeah, I need that push. Hundred percent, you know. But Philly, Philly's where all the uh, all the spitters coming from, all the raps because you know that's <laughs> you either rapping, playing. That's what I'm saying of... though. Like East Coast is so hard. Like I feel like yeah. when I listen to the rappers out here, and they either they from the West Coast, it's a very like it's relaxed. It's, they got the indoor smoke. They got the the beaches. It's just a little relaxed. Philly's is, is raw, and then people are just raw in person, I feel like, you know. Yeah, definitely. I was shocked when I went to Atlanta, and people was like, hey, good morning. I was like. Oh, yeah, that's the South, though. It's yeah, real, like, like, I was like. I'm not used to that. People don't do that. that here, though. People don't do that here. Everyone's just like, I'm better than you, so. There's a sense of, uh, there's a sense of entitlement there with, with, like, pedestrian traffic. I hate it. Yeah, the traffic here is. No, like, just the people walking. They don't care. Yeah, it's... Mm, I don't know. I just feel like the traffic here... But the thing is about LA, I feel like it's easy to get... Oppor- not easy, but, like, it's more accessible. Mm. Like, the stuff I've been doing here, I just feel like... Yeah, I could do that at home, but I feel like, wow, like, I'm really doing it, if that makes sense. Interesting. I but feel the like... the opportunities here is, like... Especially in entertainment. You either LA, New York, Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It'd be dope to bring that back to the East Coast, like Philly, Jersey, and all that. But and and the thing is, Philly got such a big history of music. Mm-hmm. I just wish I would like to see it become that mecca mecca capital of music once again, like how LA is in New York. Right. Definitely. I mean, y'all got Meek. You got Meek. He's great. You got Meek. Who else is from Philly? Kevin Hart. Or are we just talking? Rap? We talking music. Just music. <laughs> all right, I was trying to. Change. Um, uh, there's a whole bunch of us from, from Philly. Tiara Wack. Oh, yeah, she's dope. She's, she's different. Fire. Shout out to her. There's, there's a lot of artists. Brianna Cash coming out. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's a whole bunch of us. 
That's dope. I feel like, do you feel like if you would have moved anywhere else in the United States, from like coming from the Congo, that you would have never been into hip-hop? Like, do you feel like yeah, I Philly? I say that every time. Really? If, if I wasn't in Philly, I probably would have been doing something else. But you know, before, before hip-hop and before music, I was actually boxing first. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was boxing for like six, seven years. Then, you know, hurt myself a little bit, my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And put the gloves down and picked up a mic. Boxing is real dangerous. Um, yeah, it's an intense sport. Yeah, I don't know. If it wasn't for music, I'd probably be trying to get in the Olympics and all that. Olympics, wow. (laughs) Yeah, man. I feel like, but music is dope. I feel like just being creative is dope in general. Yeah. So the most powerful people in the world are creative. Exactly. So my next question is, um, discuss and talk to us about your song and the visual Mama's Lemonade. Because that's what really drew me to you mm. when we like when we met at the Unplugged LA right. event. I feel like that song. That was the one? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, that record, Mama's Lemonade, you know, it's uh, pretty much talking about how homegirls sweet like Mama's Lemonade. And we shot it in, a des- in the most driest, we try to find <laughs> the most driest place to shoot that while you're talking about a crunch with a thirst. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the uh, the route we wanted to go with the visual, but I liked it because it had this jazzy hip hop, but still R and B a little bit. Yeah, I feel like it was. It was a. I even got like some like Afro beats, kind of yeah, Caribbean yeah, vibe yeah. from it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got I've gotten that too, and it's fun to work to perform live because I could use the whole band, or we can just know just me and the guitar player. Man, mm-hmm. I, I love it. So Mama's Lemonade, that you know, shout out to the to the. Uh, all the radio stations out in UK spinning that because they love that over there. Oh, know. that's great. Oh man, I can't wait to go out there. That's lit. I can't wait to go out there. But it's uh this yeah, it's probably probably my, my, my second favorite record on the album. Okay. Dope, dope. Now what's your first? Well it's black history month, so it's gonna be black man black. Okay, okay, got you. Got it's you, gonna got change you. next month. Then the month all right, all right. Maybe something from <laughs> March is uh women's history. Yeah. So then maybe we'll go back to Mama's Lemonade, we'll you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 420, we'll do Sweet California. Oh, my gosh. Yo, the people in L.A., like, I be forgetting that you, like, to smoke is legal here. <laughs> I forgot where I was. I was at the beach or something. And, like, I was at Venice. I loved Venice. Oh, yeah, that was Venice. very nice. I really liked that. I'm going to go back. Um, And people just was like... I'm selling apes. I'm selling like it's like food, and I'm just looking like. Yeah, I seen cops stop people for drinking and walking, but you just you like a whole. But you can smoke and. And nothing. I feel like the whole United States should be like that. I was getting there. Cause yeah. it'll just be easier. But then again, it's that's not. Once they able to do that, I don't know if I want it. What? What you mean? Because now they liable to tap in that. You know how it's being grown and all that and. Okay. Because they want to control everything at the end of the day. They're going to let it happen like that. They got to control it. That is true. They do want to control everything, but... It's a plant. I don't know. I just feel like, wow. I really forget that. Mm -hmm. Now, my next question is, if you could work with any artist, who would it be and why? Any artist in the whole entire world, universe, alive or dead? Or dead? You could give a couple, like, we could do, like, your top five or something. (laughs) I've always wanted to work with uh, Bob Marley. I'm stuck in the 70s a little bit. 
Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Uh, Q-Tip. Shout out to Q-Tip. You listening? Let's get in the studio and work. Uh, Nas, of course. And oh man, I'm torn between her and, and Lauren Hill, but I kind of want the the the, the Lauren the Lauren Hill like ten years ago. <laughs> her is really good. I like her a oh, lot. Yeah, yeah. Lauren Hill might be late yeah, to the is. studio session. Yeah, yeah I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but those are good. That's dope. Yeah, I think a lot of great records are coming out of that. Hmm. I, I agree. Bob Marley, that's different. That's different. I mm-hmm. feel like Bob Marley would have would have done great on some of the songs we uh. We now, yes. if you could talk, go ahead. You no, no, I was just gonna say it's nothing better than people that smoke good weed and create good music together. It's always gonna work out. Classic. It's always gonna work out. Trust. Ten out of ten recommend. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, as far as like artists that inspire you. Mm-hmm. Who would you know? Who would that be? Or people? They don't have to be artists. Kobe or it could Bryant. be both. Kobe Bryant was mm-hmm. one of them. Um, still is. Um, I pay attention to Ryan Leslie. Mm. Uh, I used to watch his videos on YouTube because uh, he would just make beats out of everything, and he plays everything, and he would put quarters in a, in a cup and start shaking it. <laughs> like he'll do everything. Real creative. Yeah, I loved it. I would just sit there, and, just like them kids be on YouTube watching. <laughs> That was me, like watching people making beats. Um, man, Jay Z. Oh yes, come on. Jay Z. Mm. For sure, uh, especially on you know, shout out to being you know black billionaire out there. I think that's just a good inspiration for all of us to see that you know that's possible. right. We try to make it sure that or let us know it wasn't possible. And then there's there's other billionaires that are black that are just not rappers mm-hmm. that are out there too. So. Um, Akon. Okay, yeah. Akon, I could definitely sure. see y'all doing the collab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to meet the man. Uh, for sure. And what he's doing, what he's doing in Africa is amazing. Yeah. yeah that'll be, that'll be, those will be my guys right there. Okay, yeah, for sure. I think that's dope. You're different. You got a different vibe. <laughs> I feel like I when I ask that question, not to, you know, shit on my other guests, but I do get the, the typical rap people. Who's that? They be saying like drink and um who else is like new? Like other people. Right. If you could work with any new artists, who would it be? Like new. Like up like new new. Yeah, like not like not get like Pop Smoke, for example, or mm-hmm. like someone that's, you know, real like fresh on the scene. You, you count you... Dave East as new? Oh, Dave East, yo, I love yeah, him. He is so good. His last album, Survival, I bumped that album every day. Right. Uh, Davies is fine. Like, that's, when I say, like, that's what I mean, like, East Coast, like, raunchy, raw rap. Like, that's, like, the definition right there. Yeah, definitely Davies. And then there's an Afrobeat artist by the name of Tenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's fire. She's, like, the, the Afro version of what Missy Elliott was doing. Okay, dope. Um, man. Tierra Whack, I gotta give her some Philly acts for sure. Yeah, she's lit. Yeah, uh, Rhapsody. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to work with Rhapsody and her together though. I think that that'll be we'll lit. Put them in a room together. Tierra Whack, yeah, that'd be lit. 
Okay, dope, dope. Now, what would you say your favorite thing about your career would be? I think the the freedom of expression, mm-hmm. like being it, and then and then not only that, being able to touch people in in certain ways. Like, mm. there's no better feeling when someone is either affected by your music because it helped them get through some some things. And there's right. certain artists where I will always respect because their music helped me get through tough times. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that right there is like the greatest thing because you 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 now. It's medicine for people. You right. got a playlist when you go to the gym. You got a playlist when you want to have sex. You got a playlist when you want to sleep. You got a playlist mm-hmm. for everything. So it's like it's medicine. So being being able to involve yourself in that kind of thing, I think that's like creating magic. For sure. Yeah. Now, what is a typical day like for you? Like Man, every day is different. Uh, like when do you typical. go? Like when do you go to the studio or like? Maybe let's do a week, maybe, so okay. we can get a so feel. As far as like studio, we we record usually at nights. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing is, I don't like recording at night. Mm. Why I, is that? I prefer doing it day because I feel like if I could wake up in the morning and go straight to the studio as the first thing I do, mm-hmm. my mind is still fresh. Like the sun and I, like best friends. <laughs> so it's like that, like top of the morning, and then later at night, you know. Attend to the family. You got, you got. I got my, my daughter. Like all that, I'd rather spend like mm-hmm. that time being at home. But unfortunately, right now, it's just you got to record when you got, you got to record. Yeah. Right. Okay. How old is yeah. your daughter? She'll be nine on Monday, man. Y'all make sure y'all give her birthday Aww, shout out. Happy birthday! <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, and she's like musically influenced. So I'm like, do you think she's gonna do music? I don't know. She she seems like it. It's selfish of me to say I don't know if I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but I, whatever she want to do, like I'm, I'm, I'm here to push for it. Right. And then like she tells me she's ready to do a song. Let's go shoot this video. Let's go ahead and see what's up. <laughs> she's ready. What kind of music does she like listening to? She's uh she's an interesting one. Like <laughs> it go from from rock and roll one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and she likes she likes hip hop. She like Lizzo and all that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now we're, I'm, you know, lately she's been listening to a lot of like film score stuff with me. Mm. Yeah, because I'll listen to that at the house or whatever. I'm just cleaning. She's like, what you listening to? And I'll just give it up. Yeah. <laughs> just keep walking. Yeah. She's interested. She's picking up on everything. And then, you know, being African, she she picks up a lot of Afrobeat now. Oh, okay. That's yeah. dope. That's yeah. dope. That's good. That's good. Got to keep it cultural. <laughs> right. So we're going to close out, but I like to always ask this question. If you could leave the listeners with one thing to remember about you, what would it be? Man. This always gets everyone. Yeah, one thing. Go check out Mama's Lemonade. First off, but uh, I, I would say I would say take your time with your creativity. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna say that because for me. It's not about putting out mad records out there. I'd rather put out quality songs than just put out hundreds and hundreds of songs out there. That's just me. I take my time with it. I'm really like anal with stuff like that. So I right. Think, uh, one thing I want everybody else to that are in the creative world, like take your time with your career. You ain't gotta rush it. You can't rush art. Mm-hmm. Take your time with. It. Yeah, I think that's dope. I feel like take your time. Also trust your process yeah. and trust your team. And sometimes, you know, you might be thinking something is for you and it's not. And it's like, you know, that's okay because everything happens for a reason. Right. 
So, yes, that's all the gems that we have tonight on Black Talk Radio. I will be back next week, same time, same place. Um, You know, this episode will be uploaded to our Spotify and our SoundCloud. We are on Spotify now. Yes, I'm so happy about that. So, yeah, you know, thank you for coming out. It was fun. And we'll be back next week. Um, make sure you guys follow me if not on my socials at Kristen Ayana and Black Talk Radio. You want to drop it? Yeah, definitely follow me on all social media platforms at Hello Kajad. Um, go to my site, kajadtv.com. Check out the tunes, the videos, all of the good stuff there. And reach out. I like connecting with everybody. Yes. And in addition, I'm also looking for, you know, like LA artists to interview, you know, want to keep this going. So right. if you guys have any recommendations, you know, I'm definitely open. Yeah, so hit me up. Yeah, hit me up. It's going to be lit. We're going to do. Busy. Yes, it's going to be a great season. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back on air. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Love y'all too.